Ooh. Yeah. What kind of milk was in your cappuccino? It was regular milk because I'm... Cow milk? Yeah. The, Out of cows? The, the kind that comes from cows, bovine. A cow's teeth? Cattle. Udders. Cattle's teeth. Udders? <laughs> boobs. Boobs. Cow boobs. Cow boob milk. Boobage. Boob cow milk. Cow milk boobs. Fizz. Buzz. We just power pose. I think, Stacey, you you are better after that. I am better after that. Great. I, I always feel better after a good power pose. Um, right. Hi, I'm Stacey. And I am Mo. And I guess you're listening to your favorite tech comedy podcast, FizzBuzz Podcast. Um, everyone loves it. We're super popular. We are. The best of the rest. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? The best of the rest. The best We're of the left behind. <laughs> We're okay. We're first place if last place was first place. Oh, we're not that bad. <laughs> we're we're sufficient. We're first place if third place was first place. That's what it is. Best of the rest is third best place. Best of the rest is third place. Because <laughs> we are number three. Well, we were once upon a time. Once we upon were a time. The three... Have you ever three. heard that thing that like nursery rhyme like first the worst second the best, best third, third the ones <laughs> of the hairy chest <laughs> Just so you know yeah. my has, my chest is not hairy at all She I just waxed them. it yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every other day thank you very much Yeah exactly precisely um, we are big purveyors of hygiene on Fizzbuzz podcast So yeah let's jump right in <laughs> Well, first of all, thank you, everybody, for joining us mm-hmm. and listening in. And we are going to have another quick session of our audience, audience interaction corner. Yeah. So you, the audience, have been listening and you have been holding us accountable for everything that we say. And we love it. So Because this... we're wrong like 99% of the time. Listen, learning is a journey. Not a destination. Definitely not. <laughs> That's going to come in handy later. Oh, oh, is that hinting at today's subject, which is probably also the title of this podcast? Um, but yeah, so in a previous episode, we talked about something called Git, which is a G-I-T. tool. G-I-T. G-I-T, Git. And so... Um, We're going to have one of our colleagues, Colm Madigan, come and tell us his perspective on the naming of Git and what it is. So thank you so much for joining us, Colm. Yep. So going now right into the audience interaction corner. So my name is Colm. I am uh, correcting the record that the name... Uh, of or the the initialism of git stands for uh the global information tracker and the original uh commit to git uh read git the stupid information tracker git can mean anything depending on your mood random three letter combination that is unpronounceable not actually used by any common git uh, unix command the fact that it is a mispronunciation of get may or may not be relevant uh, stupid, contemptible, and despicable. Simple. Take your pick from the dictionary of slang. 
uh, global information tracker, you're in a good mood, and it actually works for you. Angels sing, and a light suddenly fills the room. Goddamn idiotic truckload of shit <laughs> when it breaks. Okay. Woo! Thank you very much, Colm. We really appreciate that you joined us today, and we're so happy to hear your insights. Uh, and as we said earlier, if there's anything that you want to chat to us about or come on and just give a little shout out or so on and so forth, please let us know. Yeah, we'd love to have you. So yeah, uh, let's move on to the rest of the podcast, shall yeah. we? So our next section, which we've been doing, is our What Do You Like About Ireland corner. So Mo, what do you like about Ireland this week? Well, I like everything about Ireland. Facts. But we we will get more specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anybody who knows me, I love a good party. I love socializing. I am a fan of the old drink. If you look up social butterfly in the dictionary, it's just a picture of Mo. It's true. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fact. <laughs> uh, nothing else to be said about it, really. So go on, Mo. So yeah, that's that's me. We're we're learning about me. And not things about Ireland. Mm. Just kidding. So there's this thing that people say in in Ireland when you're going to a party. And it is basically like, we're going to a sesh, or we're going to a session, or we're going on the sesh. And it basically means we're going to go out and drink. We're going to go out and have a good time. Um, And sometimes the good time lasts a little longer than expected. I've definitely had too many, oh my God, it's 8 a.m. the next day kind of moments. Have you? Yeah. 8 a.m.? No, not 8 (laughs) a.m. I'm a bad influence. (laughs) I I don't, in my my old age, I don't do that anymore. It's very few and far between. I usually get really tired about 4 a.m. Yeah. You should. <laughs> yeah, that's like normal. Um, but sometimes, sometimes these things happen. But it, yeah. so, sometimes you just stay up till eight a.m. <laughs> I know. And by the time you get to eight a.m., you might as well just stay up the whole day, or else your sleep schedule is fucked up <laughs> for about a week. Follow our tips. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I I love the sesh, but I just find that the sesh is like such a weird word. To use for, like, a party or drinking or having fun. It doesn't roll off the tongue. It doesn't. But that's okay. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll have a fizz buzz sesh. And there Mm -hmm. we won't be staying up that late. I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Stacy will be in the corner. I go to bed at 9 (laughs) p.m. That's not true. Oh, sometimes you stay up Sometimes I stay up. Sometimes I try to be a good sport about it. But my body shuts down at 9 p.m. usually without like coffee or substances like wine to buzz me up oh well you gotta have the wine like wine and sesh go hand in hand you you can have is wine a session drink though well uh and this was actually something i wanted to say guinness everybody loves those cans of guinness you could have a guinness sesh you could i mean like alcohol inevitably will make you a little tired after some point but if you just keep i don't know it's such a bad thing to say we're not gonna (laughs) we're not condoning uh bad behavior you shouldn't have more than you think you should and you shouldn't stay up later than you think you should unless you want to exactly drink responsibly drink responsibly is our name and game and if you're not 
21, don't drink if you're in the U.S., or 18 if you're in Europe. Abide by your country's standard laws of beverage consumption. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. So, yes, tell me about your favorite thing about Ireland this week, Stacey. Uh, so, one of my favorite things about Ireland is that Ireland has lots of folklore. Um, so, culturally, like, it's kind of... Um, woven into everyday life sort of thing um and so a couple things that have come to mind is one thing is bluebells um so it's a type of wildflower that grows in ireland and it's this beautiful blue um bell-shaped flower so really aptly named perfection so Um, pink bells and pink bells, exactly. <laughs> um, and they're, it's, a, it's just a really lovely color, and they grow in the summer, and they're super pretty. And one of the bits of folklore around them is that if you, like, first of all, they're bad luck to have in your house. So if you ever pick them and bring them inside, don't do that. Oh, no. But there's some in the other room. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're doomed. Um, And then the second thing is if you're walking about in the forest and you walk through a bunch of them, supposedly they ring, call the fairies, and the fairies come take you away. I've been ringing bluebells for years and this hasn't happened yet, but I'm waiting. And I'm confident that maybe... They might come. I'll uh, be taken to Tirna Nog, you know, the land of the fairies, and um, I'll have a great time. I don't think anything is wrong with that. Um, so that's one of my favorite things. And there's also, like, a lot of poems and stuff that um, are often referenced. Like, there's this little rhyme for when you see a magpie. And it's like, uh, one for sorrow, two for joy, three for a girl, and four for a boy. Uh, five for silver, six for gold, and seven for a secret that's never been told. And I just think it's kind of, I don't know, it's, it's kind of cool. So it's like, if you see one magpie on its own, you have to give it a nod, um, or else bad things will happen to you. But if you see two magpies, that's a symbolism that, like, really good things are going to happen for you. Three for a girl means, like, if you're pregnant, you're probably going to have a girl. Four for a boy. Um, what if you're not pregnant? Um too bad (laughs) (laughs) does that mean that somehow is that how you have babies yeah that's how babies are made you see four magpies together and then you're pregnant with a girl yeah well four for a boy oh shit okay Um, i'm saying that a lot either way i don't like i don't like that i i might as well like put a mask (laughs) over my eyes just to make sure that i don't get pregnant with a boy well the good news is i haven't really seen (laughs) that many magpies together so yeah, it's like a one. Usually, you see one magpie, yeah, one which two. is which is the bad. Luck which is the one. bad. Which is you gotta nod at it. So next time you see a magpie, you better be nodding, or else you're gonna have a bad day. I'm. I don't know. So yeah, I think that's my favorite thing about Ireland this week is like there's quite a bit of superstition and folklore about like the littlest things, and it brings me a lot of joy. The folklore brings you joy. Mm. Have you ever uh, watched like Peter Pan? where I think it's Peter Pan and they like jump up and down and clap and they say, I believe in fairies. I believe in fairies. Yeah. That's my favorite thing. So that's my superstition yeah. to your bluebells. Yeah. That's like my fairy thing. Because fairies here in Ireland are kind of mean. They don't like people. So like if you are taken by the fairies, it's not great. 
Um, like you're probably gonna be, uh, you're gonna be hurt. <laughs> you're gonna, you're not gonna come back okay. Yeah. But like, I'm convinced that I'm special, and the fairies will like me, and we'll get on really well, and I'll get to live in the fairylands, uh, pretty, pretty well off. So they're gonna take you as their queen. So Stacey. I'm gonna keep bringing bluebells. Is my passion there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there you have it. We freaking love Ireland for all of its glory, its fairies, and its Guinness. And, and I bet you the fairies can stay up till 8 a.m. Yeah. I mean, the fairies can do whatever they want. Because <laughs> they're fairies. <laughs> uh, right. So, so, Mo, tell us, um, what are we going to talk about today? Well, today we're going to talk about how to learn and we're gonna kind of give you maybe some of our hot tips based on our love of learning and what we do um so i think that the important thing to note is that as a software engineer you were basically professional learners aren't we yeah exactly so you need to if if this is something that you want to jump into it you you have to practice because learning is basically like a muscle. So yeah. L- learn how to learn kind of thing. If you can master how to learn, you'll master how to code. Exactly. And how to do anything, I yeah. suppose. But it, especially yeah. how to code. Especially how to code. You can apply it to anything, but especially software engineering and coding and the tech sphere of things. Boop a So how... How, how do to, you learn? How do? What does it ha- What do you have to do? I don't know. Well, we do it all the time, but mm. I think before we even get into like learning and how it works, for me, I have a really strong set of values when it comes to learning. Mm-hmm. And I like to call those values the three P's. The three P's. And can you guess what three those P's three P's stand in a for? pod? I'm going to guess <laughs> uh, Pomplamoose. And then polygon, polygon, and yeah. also puzzle, puzzle. Ooh, puzzle's a good one. <laughs> no, unfortunately, you're wrong. wrong. <laughs> it, Damn it! It's actually poop, play, and pee. Wow. Yeah, you would have <laughs> never guessed. I know those are essential to survival, but not learning. Uh, well. <laughs> Then what are the three P's, Mo? The three P's are... <laughs> uh, a lot of people say practice, 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 but only one practice is necessary in the three P's. Uh, and then patience is a second, and perseverance. So to kind of go through them, obviously practice, practice, practice is really important when you're learning. And you just have to, you know, sit down and go through the nitty gritty and keep going until you know but sometimes that takes a really long time so you have to have patience to get to where you want to go so for instance uh and I think that you can you can speak to this yourself as we're still relatively new in our careers and I constantly compare myself to the senior engineer and I'm like oh my god why aren't I like that person the comparison is so harsh because it's like wow 
Like, you've been struggling with this bug for, like, two or three weeks, and you're just like, I just know if I keep at it and I keep learning, I'll just know it, and, like, you know, one day I'll wake up and my subconscious will have figured it out, and then, like, you ask a senior dev for, like, one minute, and then they, like, do two searches, and they're like, here you go, and you're like, what the hell? Yeah. What? And you're just blown away because it's like the amount of effort you've put in and then the amount of effort they've put in is obviously seconds, you know, versus weeks. And it's insane because you're just like, oh, I'm so stupid and terrible. But you're not because the difference between those two things is like 10 10 years years of experience. experience. Yeah, it's insane. So don't don't ever compare yourself to anyone else ever. Ever ever ever. Don't do it. Even when you really want to compare yourself to someone who has 10 plus more experience than you do. Yeah. You are exactly where you need to be and you're perfect. Don't worry. Sit down and I'll give you a kiss on the forehead. You're okay. Yes. I love this. <laughs> so yeah, and like be and 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 back to the the second of the P's. Be patient with yourself because you know, one day you will have those years of experience and you're going to be the one who is going to help a junior within two seconds of a research and be like, here, that's it. N- no bodge. Uh, so, yeah, patience, patience is, is, is key. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with yourself. It'll all be OK. Rome wasn't built in a day. Or was it? I mean, I wasn't there at the time. I was in uh, Turkey. Um, <laughs> I was on my holidays, but, yeah, you know, so I've heard. <laughs> so you've heard. Uh, and the final P is? Perseverance. Perseverance. You just got to keep going. Because I think that, you know, for me, when times get hard, it's really easy to be like, ah, oh, this is too challenging. I just want to, like, go cry on the ground somewhere in a corner and give up. Oh, yeah. So you have to have that discipline to say no. But to actually draw a quick line there, asking for help is not giving up. No. So um, the difference of, like, perseverance, of working through the problem, like, even if that journey brings you to asking for help, that is not failing, that is not giving up. You are still on the learning journey. I think perseverance is a part of asking for help is perseverance because it's about getting to the end or or to the end of maybe that thing. So mm. if you have a problem, you you keep trying until you can't anymore. You ask for help. Someone helps you. And then, you know, you can keep going until the, that problem is solved. And that that's perseverance. Not yes. it, yep. it doesn't stop at asking for help. Asking for help is, is a part, part of it. it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's, those are my, my learning values, yeah. which so, I live and breathe I think constantly. those are excellent values. Thank and you. I'm very Thank proud you. of you for having them sorted out. Can proud be a part of the values <laughs> as well? <laughs> the four Ps. You practice, you have patience, you're persevering, and you're proud of yourself. You, you should, should be me. Yeah. yeah. Give yourself a <laughs> pat on the back. Pat on the back. You're doing great, sweetie. Just so you know... We don't have any values that start with a letter other than P. Yeah. So Python. No. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean it. We're, I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> She's, I can already I see take the a break. tear. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go outside and sit in the sunshine for a minute. Um. Okay. So now that we have those base values down, you've written them down, you're thinking about them, all that good stuff. 
how do you start actually learning? The first bit of any bit of learning is that you got to try something new. So you got to start an action towards learning. So, you know, I guess learning is the act of what would, what's the definition of learning? Is that interesting enough to Google? (laughs) I guess let's do it. I mean, you want to do it. Let's do it. Okay. You're in charge of your own destiny. (laughs) God bless me on my way. Okay. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like that meme. Clack, 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 click, 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 Where it's that dog. Learning. Learning. Okay. I'm like that meme where it's that dog in like a science lab and the caption is like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then it's like on fire. Is that what it is? No, it's, hold on. A different meme. Yeah. Dog in a lab. I don't know what I'm doing this is how i feel listen i um, never know what i'm doing it's it is fake until you make it this guy always this wasn't actually on the the docker oh, we'll post this, this on our instagram fizzbuzz podcast at instagram.com but this is <laughs> what i feel like sometimes i have no i don't get it i don't get it a dog it's in a, a lab not knowing what he's doing like what's... dogs can't do science mo yes they can <laughs> dogs can do whatever they put their minds to um Ruff, ruff. <laughs> <laughs> I think you believe in dogs way more than I do. Um, anyways, the definition of learning is the acquisition of knowledge or skills through study, experience, or being taught. So I guess the acquisition of knowledge, in order to know something new, you have to start something, right? Exactly. And that's what you were saying. So we're, you just got to keep going and like keep showing up and saying, okay, I'm going to step in, learn something new every single day. And I think that an expansion on that is always pushing yourself to the limit um, when you're learning. So each time you learn, you kind of like learn a little bit more each time. Yeah. A really good example of this actually, um, I feel like I'm going to like beef it now, um, (laughs) is like in Formula One, you have all these race drivers mm-hmm. and they're driving really fast around the circuit. And like each time they go around a lap, one of the things they say is like, push your car to the limit, try to push your car to the limit. And sometimes when they push the car to the limit, they like spin out and it oh, goes no. really crazy. But the thing about it is, is you have to keep pushing to the limit to win. Yeah. So I think it's like that is like finding the balance between like, you know, pushing yourself to the limit and making sure that you're like you're continuing learning and growing, but then you also don't want to spin out because you know that's no good either. We're not we're not promoting that on yeah. this podcast. Don't overwhelm yourself. You know, take it a day at a time. As long as you learn one new thing a day, you've won your first place. At least in my heart. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Anyways, so now that we know that like the act of learning is a muscle and starting to learn new things and having that, um, you know, pattern and constant exercise of that is, you know, how to start. What we should probably talk about then is how does learning actually work? So we're really blessed because Mo has actually a degree in psych. I do. So she's very blessed. Very blessed. Hashtag. Hashtag blessed. Learning. <laughs> Hashtag blessed with learning. Um, and so Mo has 
uh, why am I talking about you in the third person when you're next I'm to me? Lo- I'm loving this introduction. Um, I'm like, just tell me. Okay, okay. Tell I'll me introduce who I am. You. I'll introduce you. So, and Mo, I'll be that person, whatever you say. Okay, Mo is a super successful software engineer, and her background also includes a whole degree in psychology. And so one of those, um, I guess, what, on the spectrum of psychology or psych or, you know, all that stuff is cognitive psychology mm-hmm. um and so mo knows a little bit more about this than i do as she has been learned and gone to a university and received a paper document that says she did the thing so she's so nice <laughs> she's so nice <laughs> um so i'll let you take this one away mo since you were the resident expert on it so um tell us what you learned about how learning works yeah well, thank you. Thank you for that, Stacy. And I think that the one thing and what I love about psychology is that it's so relatable because you are experiencing these things all the time. And then it's like you're in a class and you you hear like the words coming out of your professor's mouth and you're like, oh, yeah, this this relates to me, relates to everybody. Well, not for everything, but uh <laughs> for lots of things you're like oh I, I really i resonate with that um and that's what i think is really nice about psychology so hopefully um you know if we learn more about psychology in time you might feel the same way or if it doesn't relate to you it might relate to you in the sense of like oh yeah that reminds me of you know my friend who's crazy <laughs> <laughs> but that's none of us Mm-mm. so anyways back to learning things So in cognitive psych, cognitive psych is basically like how the brain works um, and how the brain, um, like how memory works and how that like basically makes up who you are. And what I learned was there's two different types of learning. One learning is maintenance learning and the other is experiential learning. Now there's lots of other different types of learnings like sub learnings, but these are kind of like the two umbrella terms. So maintenance learning is basically kind of what I was saying, which was like practice, 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 practice always. And, and, and being really repetitive. So if you have flashcards or saying something over and over again, and I like to think of this as if I like met somebody for the first time and they had you know, a name that I never heard of before. So for instance, I meet Stacy and I never heard her name before. Hello. Hello. It's me, Stacy. You mean George? Yep. Or Fred? I believe it was George when I said it the first time. Or, or <laughs> Conrad? Um, or George? George, please. <laughs> to my friends, George. <laughs> okay, so... And George Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> So what I do when I get really confused in these instances <laughs> is I go, Stacey, 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 that's her name. <laughs> or is it George? I don't know. Oh, boy. It's a toss-up at this point. I, f- I feel like I don't even know at this point. So really what you got to do is memorize both names. And then depending on certain social situations, you call her George or yeah. you call her Stacey. <laughs> But in reality, the repetition is the part of maintenance learning. Like exactly. Okay. Yeah. So like to maintain it, you have to repeat it over and over and over to yourself. 
Precisely. Got it. And then with experiential learning, there is, you have that maintenance as a base. So when I go meet a new person and they introduce themselves as either a George or a Stacy, I'll be like, oh yeah, I actually know that person who goes by George or Stacy and or Stacy. Um, should I be George Costanza for Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely should. I'll just wear like a bald cap and glasses <laughs> yeah. and like a track jacket. I don't know what does he wear, and um, I'll just go around being slightly horrible. <laughs> I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> You'll be Steve Jobs. I'll be George Costanza. Precisely. Great. So, yeah, it's, I guess it's just easier to remember once you have that baseline of saying, I know somebody with this name, mm-hmm. and then therefore... You make the connection you quicker. You make the connection quicker. And you're able to remember more. Mm-hmm. Got it. Cool. Do you have any experiences like that, Stacey? Um, I suppose. So, to go along the lines of, like, maintenance learning, um, one of the things that... It relating to like um, tech and software engineering is I had to remind myself constantly of specific patterns. So like, I guess practicing, practicing, practicing um, in like Java, how to reverse a string or um, how to filter a database or something like that. So it's like, you're constantly seeing it. I need to look it up. I need to see it. I need to know that it exists in some sort of form in order to like, you know, get it into my brain. And then with experiential learning, I suppose that could be applied to like, currently now I am reintroducing myself to React. Mm Mm-hmm. And so part of the course I'm learning covers a lot of those um, patterns. So one of the common group of patterns that you learn is CRUD. So that is an acronym that means create, update, destroy. And what's the R stand for? Create. Uh, I don't know. I've never heard of CRUD. You haven't? Um, no. This is great. I'm learning over here, too. Is that it, though? Create, update, and destroy. Is it only three? Oh, no. We got to look this up. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's... Um, there might be four. Oh, I'm going to be so mad. Reverse. Okay. Crude oil prices. Yes. Crud definition. Create, read. read. Ah, reading is fundamental. Um, create, read, update, and delete. So those are the those are four common patterns in um, engineering. And so because in the course I was able to constantly um, see patterns of creating, reading, update, and destroying. Um, now in this course with React, when we cover those uh, topics, I'm like, oh, I've seen this before. Like it's actually okay. Like I'm able to learn it a little bit faster. Yeah, so it sounds like since you had already seen the pattern of crud in the past, now when you see it again, you're like, okay, I got that. And you can actually go into the concepts of React or whatever it is deeper exactly. than exactly. you were before. So I feel like even though React is by no means the language or structure that I've had the most experience in, I feel like it's one of the ones where I've learned it 
the fastest and I feel like I have a more confident grip on it even though it's only been like a week working with it cool so having that baseline I think is key and then you can just grow and flourish from from there yes yes hopefully (laughs) (laughs) fingers crossed (laughs) yeah so but I think that's really cool because I never really thought about how learning works and like it it seems obvious to me now like those connections are made through maintenance learning and experiential learning but it's kind of neat to hear them in like I guess scientific terms it's relatable though right yeah that's what I was saying yeah it's just like oh shit I do this all the time (laughs) this is me that was my psych degree the whole time tag yourself I'm maintenance learning exactly (laughs) And then what do you think, where do you think are good places to learn? Yeah. Um, so personally for me, I think the best way to learn is in a safe and comfortable space because learning is an emotional, whether you want to admit it or not, it's a very emotional thing because, I don't know, maybe it plays into the ego a little bit of like, oh, yeah. I'm really stupid so now I feel bad about myself and then really and then it's like you get in you're like wow I'm super smart and the best person ever woohoo good for me you know um so I suppose because of how um you learn things and if you learn something badly um you're not going to continue with it exactly yeah like me with python (laughs) (laughs) also have you ever had like a really bad teacher as well yeah yeah. and you're like oh i have all the best intentions and then the teacher comes in they're terrible no offense to teachers well i'll (laughs) no offense to good teachers (laughs) no exact that's what i was saying and no offense to bad teachers no no offense to This is a slippery slope for going down. Oh, no. (laughs) Take it all back. Take it all back. Anyways, all I'm saying is sometimes you and a teacher might not gel very well within, like, learning styles and so on and so forth. And that can actually make or break a subject. Um, And that's happened to me where I've gone in and I'm like, I'm really excited to learn X. And then because of the person teaching that topic, X is just now off yeah. off the list not doing it don't even want to touch it yeah. like the 10 foot pole <laughs> <laughs> boing um, how many times can we reuse that joke before? every <laughs> single episode <laughs> i just like it i thought it was cute it's fun um but yes so if you're not learning in a safe and comfortable space and you're not gelling um, you're probably not going to learn very well. So set yourself up for success and like try to surround yourself with people who will support you and offer good advice and like make learning a really successful and productive place. Yeah, and fun. And fun. Yeah, learning is fun. Like we're not just being nerds about it like we are a little bit but it is it is fun to learn f is for friends who do Do stuff stuff together together. u is for you and me don't sue us n is for anywhere (laughs) anytime at all right here in the dublin (laughs) right here in the dns (laughs) (laughs) the north side the north side oh that was so good 
Good, good. Hashtag. Hashtag. SpongeBob. SpongeBob in the north side <laughs> of Dublin. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but Mo, where do you have experience with learning? Well, I think that as I've become slowly, very slowly, more experienced, I've been finding it safe to learn in public. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be th- this podcast, for oh, instance. Is this podcast learning out loud? LOL. Yes, learning out loud. Oh, my God. <laughs> Coining. That's probably already exists. Yeah. Um, We're not original. I know. Unfortunately not. But that's okay. We're here to relay information and so on and yeah. so forth. I'm tapping a lot. Sorry. Um but yeah, so this podcast or doing like talks, Stacy and I have done a few tech talks, which we have to like prepare a lot for and practice. Um, and then I think that another really good uh, learning in public thing is teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and I even think in the inverse is when you're learning how to teach, you have to relearn material. I still don't know what Quargs is. <laughs> Keyword arguments. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing I got from maintenance learning. <laughs> Keyword what? Keyword no, dude. <laughs> argument with me. Keyword argument with Python is what I got out of that. That was, I would have an argument with Python any day of the week. <laughs> Somehow Stacy and I are still friends. Yeah. After that whole, whole fiasco. I mean, you like I said before, you were the light in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely not having a great time. And then you came along and you're like, a keyword argument. And I was like, finally, one thing makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, but I was definitely in that maintenance learning phase, and I feel like that's the more vulnerable of the phases. I agree, because that, that's kind of the phase where it's like, okay, you gotta, you don't necessarily have a baseline, and you gotta build that up to make sure that you have a solid foundation. And then once you have that, you can start doing things like we're doing now, which mm. is speaking, speaking. Yeah. Talking about what you know and mm. helping other people and kind of learning as a community. And, and I being think that's passionate as yeah. well. Like we're passionate about the things we've learned and we want to, um, you know, talk about them. You know, they're great. Four P's. We're five Ps now. Oh, passionate. So what was it? Practice, patience, perseverance. Proud. Proud. And passionate. (laughs) If you have any more Ps, let us know. Yeah, give us... (laughs) I'm not going to finish that. (laughs) Any P... No. (laughs) I'm going to stop. We're not talking about the yellow juice that comes out of your body. No, we're talking about the letter P, which you may have heard on Sesame Street. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's us. That's it. That's, that's all we had to say. Our our learnings on learning. Learning how to learn. L is for... Learning. E is for... Learning. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Um, so thank you very much for listening, and we'll check in with you next time. Also... One more thing. I know oh. I keep forgetting, keep forgetting, keep forgetting, but not forgetting now. Our social medias. 
Right. Yeah. Oh, yes. Please follow us on our social medias. You can find our handle, Fizzbuzz Podcast, at Instagram and Twitter. And gmail.com. Yep. So send us an email if you have lots of thoughts, and we'll read the email and... Decide if we want to respond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but we'd appreciate it. So thank you very much, everyone. Thanks a lot. We'll see you later. Bye, 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 bye. bye, bye.